0: Hello and welcome back to the Irish Tennis Updates podcast. My name is Adam, your host. This week I've been chatting to Conor Nyland and we are looking ahead to the upcoming tie, Ireland versus Austria, taking place in Limerick on the 3rd and 4th of February. This promises to be a really exciting tie. We chat about the players involved, we chat about the recent matches that Ireland have played, many of them wins that have got us to the to this stage in the Davis Cup competition. It promises to be a great weekend of tennis. The tickets have sold out really quickly, and there were extra tickets released, which have also sold out very quickly. So there's a huge amount of demand in the Irish tennis public for some live tennis like this, and it's been a very long time, as we know, since we've had this opportunity. I'm sure we're all looking forward to the tie, and we'll be even more so after hearing Connor talking about us. So enjoy this episode and hopefully you've got your tickets and you can enjoy the tennis in a few weeks time. Here we go, here is Connor. All right Connor, so thanks very much for coming on for a chat uh all things Davis Cup. Uh, how are things with you?
1: I'm great, thanks. How are you?
0: Yeah, all good. All good. Um I guess first things first, um I mean the main reason we're here is is the obviously the, the upcoming tie against Austria in in February. Um it's taking place in Ireland, which is the exciting part. Our first home tie in, in I think since 2015. Um, I guess, firstly, what what was your reaction when you saw the the draw back in, I think, September time it was, when you, you saw what was coming up?
1: Yeah, definitely, I was more focused on whether it was going to be home or away than who it was against, to be honest. It yeah, had been yeah. uh, quite, a, quite a run of away ties and yeah. obviously when we were in Group three, etc. For a couple of years, it was it was a group uh, a group format, yeah. and that was generally away. But then we obviously had a run of of, of teams and countries um in very far flung places, uh like Peru and El Salvador and Barbados, yeah. and yeah. we were even drawn away against China um, a few years ago, which was um which we got a walkover from. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been too long, really. So uh, delighted to get us at home. And then I suppose a country like Austria, it's I suppose it's a reflection of where we're sitting in the world um, at the moment. And again, Peru was a really tough tie. Some really good players there, and, and Austria is no different. They're they're knocking on the door of of the best countries in the world. Really, when you look at their their lineup. so it's it's where we want to be. Um, it's a big challenge, but um, but very exciting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and I guess just first on that kind of home tie element. Um, I mean, I guess it, it's quite obvious why that's a, a big bonus, but I guess speaking, you know, you, you've experienced obviously playing for several years. So maybe could you kind of sum up what, what really that does add to the tie for the for the Irish team coming up?
1: So you know it's 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 much for the Irish tennis public as as for us as a team and the yeah. players um to have a showcase event and a spectacle and, and something just to go to for for the irish tennis yeah, fan and yeah. for juniors um we don't have anywhere near enough uh, opportunities for juniors to watch our best players and for people who are interested in tennis to watch world class tennis in ireland and and this genuinely brings that with the austrian team yeah. um so it's it's great and obviously from a, from a player's perspective like we love we love Davis Cup. We love the week um, as a group. And we get really excited when there's nobody cheering for us, like in El Salvador or yeah, yeah. all these other places. But but to, the prospect of having, give or take, 2,000 people here, pretty much all of them rooting for us, is is very special. Um, it obviously brings a different dynamic um, that we need to be ready for as well. But 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 hugely positive, as I say, for the lads, but also for, 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 for the Irish Tennis public who 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 have gone and bought tickets, uh, and they've been snapped up really quick, which is brilliant to see. So there's definitely an appetite there. So hopefully we can get really really loud when we get down to Limerick. Yeah, in a, in a yeah. few weeks.
0: That, that's the plan. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you say about the tickets, it was amazing to see how quick they sold out. I definitely was kind of taken taken by surprise how how quick they were, which is amazing to see. Um, like I definitely have, have memories of back some of those home ties like 2011, 2012 of of being there, and you know have strong memories of that. So I think it's yeah, just a, a fantastic thing to for any... I mean, juniors playing, adults like any age just would be would be a, a great weekend, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I think, um, again, we knew there was going to be probably some pent-up demand and it's always difficult to know um, how much to push it in terms of the capacity and the seating kind of on offer, but it seems like certainly from, from where we're sitting today that we've gotten that right and, and Tennis Ireland have gotten that right in terms of pitching it. And obviously the most important thing for us is that, okay, tickets are sold, but the next step and most important step is people actually being there and getting down there and, and filling yeah. those seats and, yeah. and, and, and making, making noise. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the next step. So we don't, uh, on our side and on probably the, the fan side to rest on our laurels that we've done it all and yeah. the tickets are sold. People need to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, absolutely. That's an important
0: thing. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and maybe just take a, take a step back, uh, Briefly, I guess to to look at how how it is that the Irish team is is in this this position of this World Group One playoff, which is you know as you've mentioned really high level. Obviously, Austria really really strong team, and um, I guess most directly that that's thanks to to a win against El Salvador last year. Um so maybe you could just talk a little bit about that tie, some of the matches that stood out, some of the players that stood out from the the Irish team that weekend.
1: Yeah, well, I suppose it's it, it sort of built from. But before that, you know, it's obviously it's a relegation promotion uh, format, Davis Cup. So every year uh, there's a knock on effect. So this is going back to the guys going out to to San Marino uh, a number of years ago. I can't even remember if it was a 2019 getting promoted there. Uh, Then we went to Cyprus, got a promotion out there again, coming down to a final match playoff. Which then brought us to uh, back to Group Two. We had that China match, um, which we obviously uh, were were. I think we played our hand pretty well there, in terms of being awarded um, a, a place through, even though we didn't have to play it. Um, that could have kind of gone either way in terms of in terms of how that went. Um, and then obviously beating Barbados away from home, who had. Um, King, who was just outside the top 100 in singles and was still playing at a really good level. To get that win was, was was great. Obviously, Peru was our first time in a Group 1 playoff, which was a really tough assignment. And obviously, things didn't go great there, but we got great experience, which is going to help us for this tie in Austria. And mm-hmm. then, uh, obviously, as you mentioned, out in El Salvador, I don't think anybody probably put us as favorites there. But the guys have a great belief um, and really... Front up and get themselves in a really good place mentally, and are are willing to take on these guys and and genuinely believe that they can beat anybody on their day. And it's got a nice there's a nice mix there from your Conor Gannon's who's bringing the the energy um, of of playing his first few ties, and obviously he's really sharp from the college tennis environment Mm -hmm. all the way through to a guy like Dave O'Hare, who's been around the pro tour from a player, obviously working with the with, with the, the, the best doubles team pretty much in the world. Yeah. Certainly the, the, the reigning US Open champions, yeah. uh, Joe Salisbury and Rajiv Ram. So he's coming from a, from a really high level every single week, uh, which brings a great dynamic to the group as well. And then guys like Oscar Hussien, who is obviously out on the road, playing full time, having to do an awful lot himself, maybe not getting enough support. Like a lot of tennis players, um, but then coming to, comes into the the Davis Cup environment, and I think excels, you know, in terms of the support that he gets that week. And I I don't want to leave anyone out, but you know, it's obviously a wider group. Simon Carr, Michael Agri, Freddie Murray came in, made a great debut in yeah, El Salvador. Yeah. Um, so I think they all feed off each other. There's competition for places, which helps as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they just feel like they can. They can go and do do some damage, and already Oscar O'Shea in the media last week is talking about how he believes, and all that's that's really important, you know, that he he gets himself in that mindset, and 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 that's just great to great to hear that those kind of those kind of interviews and, and that kind of attitude going into the tie for me as well as a coach.
0: Yeah, absolutely, um, and I guess yeah, uh, uh, kind of as you mentioned there, like a wide variety of names that have played over the last couple of years, which is which is good, kind of there's depth there with within within the team. And and maybe we might come back in a couple of minutes and touch on uh, what kind of team to to expect to, to be playing um in 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 February against Austria. Um but but just before we do, um kind of on a similar vein to what you were talking about there, I know that you've been been the captain now for for several years and you're mentioning some of the more recent ties up in group two. Um but I guess could you maybe talk a little bit about the the struggle of, of group three, which we've we've had to play several uh, times in, in your years as captain like how different that is as a Davis Cup experience to to the group two and group one that we're we're in at the moment
1: yeah they're easy to slip into and they're difficult to get out of I would say yeah. those group three uh, environments they've got some uh, every country's always got at least one good player and potentially a, a great player like a Marcus bagdatis I've I've come up against a couple of times in group threes it's uh, it's really competitive And as I say, even if you do have a successful uh, week, you could just get pipped to to promotion. You know, which happened a couple of times in my tenure in Estonia. As I say, we lost to a Cyprus team that had Marcus Baghdias as their number one. They had a guy Petros who I think was NCAA champion at Wake Forest in singles as their number two. I think we lost in three sets in the deciding match in Estonia to go up. So. We had a really positive week, whatever year that was, the 2017. Um, but didn't get promoted, so I have to wait <laughs> another whole year. That's 12 months. Yeah, you're still in the same group. You're not making any progress, and you have to go and do it all again. So, as I say, not easy. And obviously, with the the ranking of our players, you know, I suppose traditionally we would have had guys sort of certainly inside the top top 300. Um, yeah. Going back to your Owen Casey's and Scott Barron's, obviously through to myself and Luke Sorensen and James McGee and Kevin Sorensen and um, Sam Barry was top 300, James Klusky was top 150 in double. So obviously the profile of our players uh, at the moment, their rankings are, are, are significantly lower, but I think we're managing to use our resources in terms of the players we have pretty well. Uh, and as I say, guys who obviously aren't still playing full time, like a Dave O'Hare, um, is still able to keep himself sharp um, and yeah. come in and sort of do a job for us. So, yeah, not a place you want to be. Group three and 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 group four, but but yeah, happy to be where we are. Uh, and hopefully, you know, wouldn't it be amazing to to push through to group one proper if we can if we can get a win against Austria in a few weeks.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, no, it's yeah, interesting to hear that. And and you mentioned there, Dave O'Hare, and and I guess his experience that he has, I guess, from playing obviously Davis Cup for many years, and, and now as a as a really high level coach on the doubles tour. Um, I know he's kind of played a, a vice captain role for a, a few ties as well. Now, I guess, what what would you say that he's really added to that team, or what do you think he's he's brought along?
1: Um, well, for for me, the most um, probably the most important thing is just his level uh, on court is really really high, you know. And again, we had the two day training camp just before Christmas, which is the only real time we can all get together between guys, yeah. obviously in college in the states, and and and, and Dave on the road, etc. Um, Oscar on the road um, on the tour, so we got together, and he was in some ways I thought he was even sharper than he was in El Salvador. Uh, so he's. Obviously, with the, the the best doubles team in the world, so he's he's obviously in on practices all the time, and um is 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 staying really sharp. So he he's bringing a really really good level in doubles, and uh, obviously off course, um yeah, really really helps me out so much. Um, he's a really good setting board for me. Um, had Stephen Nugent with me in in Barbados as well as an assistant coach. Um, so to have and 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 hopefully Stephen will be will be uh, with me as well against Austria. So you know to be able to have say Stephen and Dave and myself, you know between the three of us, yeah, I think it's a really strong kind of team to support the guys. Um, yeah. And obviously Dave does that dual role uh, really really well. So no, he's been been great.
0: Yeah, no, definitely big time. Um, and just before we do come on to. to touch on the team a little bit um, I guess just from your point of view as, as Davis Cup captain what would be maybe something uh, from your kind of experience of that what would be maybe something unexpected about the role that you might not have foreseen when you took it on or just some kind of standout moment or kind of moments or parts of the job that you've had
1: yeah it's it, you're exhausted at the end of the week Um, yeah. it's well and, and I guess and I'm assuming it's the same for everybody but you never you never really switch off at all um There's constant, the way I try and look at the Davis Cup competency is trying to make the best out of every single situation you find yourself in through the whole week and in the lead up to it because there's lots of little challenges whether it's um, somebody's got a, you know, carrying a a niggle or the transportation is a little bit late or or it's a long commute from the hotel to the courts every day. How do we best manage that for the guys Uh, and, and I suppose deflecting a lot of those issues from the players and and keeping it uh, on the coaching staff um, because so I'm very conscious as a player how draining it is for the, for, for the players in terms of uh, lead up to the tie. There's a lot of energy spent thinking about it. There's a lot of, I suppose, almost socializing between the players. Like when you're on tour, you've got a lot more time to yourself. It's probably a lot more downtime. Whereas with the guys, with Davis Cup, you're... There's seven or eight of you on a bus going to the courts. There's chat. There's music going. It's a lot more, you know, high energy and high octane than, say, a normal day on tour. Then you've got your practice, which is a group practice. You've got a lunch together. You go back on the bus. You have a maybe have another practice in the afternoon. You have dinner together. There's just a lot more. Sort of social energy, I suppose, that's that's spent. And for tennis players, we're not necessarily used to that. So it's managing all those things. So I think obviously the fact that I played, I I, I think I probably have a pretty good handle on, on on how to manage guys' energy levels, or certainly try yeah. to. So I'd say they're the they're the kind of main things. But as I say, there's always a, there's always something different with every week that you haven't expected, and that you're going to have to deal with. And as I say, you're going to try have to try and make the best out of that. Situation uh, and try and somehow not, maybe not turn it to your advantage, but neutralize it, keep it away from the players, and, and and go forward. So that's that's sort of how I approach the
0: week. Yeah, no, great stuff, great stuff. And and I guess just to bring it back to to this tie coming up in a in a few weeks, I guess Austrian team we, we know um, what they might be looking like. And um, I guess Dominic team is is obviously someone who could be there, a recent Grand Slam champion. Also, their their number one is is Offner, who's top forty. Um, I know he's had a lot of strong results recently, so. That that's um you know looking at a, a strong strong Austrian team um what 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 might we expect from the the Irish team who what players um should be expected to to come out?
1: Yeah, so well, I suppose for, 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 from the Austrian team perspective, we're, we're we're planning for them to obviously have their 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 best team, which would yeah. be as you say, Sebastian Offner, number one, who's obviously having a good start to the year. He made semis in Hong Kong. He beat Pavlov yesterday in in Auckland. I think he's 37 in the world now at a career high. Dominic team, obviously everybody's everybody knows all about him. Would be their number two because um, he's just inside the top 100. Then they've got two doubles players who are in the round 30 who play together in the round 35 in the world uh, in doubles. And then they've got three guys who are between 100 and 160 who they can use and and again who have been brought in over the last couple of years. Um, so yeah, expecting a, a full strength team. Obviously if if one or two of them uh, aren't involved for whatever reason. Um, so as we take that as a bonus, but I think, however way you dice it, their their top five are going to be really, really strong. Yeah. Um, from our perspective, it'll be it'll be pretty much, uh, unless something drastic happens in terms of of injury or or whatnot over the next two weeks, it'll be pretty much the same team as as would have been in Barbados. So again, also would have been the same team that was picked for the El Salvador tie. Um, Michael, Agui and Simon Carr both pulled out the weekend before we flew out to El Salvador. Yeah. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but yeah. Simon and Michael's tickets were booked on the flight and on for the Sunday and on the Friday. Michael um had had to undergo some medical tests. Um, he had uh, some health problems uh, at a tournament the week before, uh, and Simon Carr also got injured and and we had to get him into tests that week uh, and it was and he had, he ended up having a fracture. Uh, in his rib but obviously couldn't travel, so we lost two those two guys before. So yeah, it'll be looking like it's the Oscar Hosheen Connor Gannon, Dave O'Hare, Simon Carr, and Michael Agui, uh, in no particular order, um, <laughs> yeah. because I obviously have a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of thinking to do over the next few weeks in terms of who actually takes the court because they're all going to yeah. obviously be uh, be buzzing for the tie.
0: Yeah, big time. Um I mean, yes, as you say, great to see people like Simon Carr and, and Michael Agui. Able to, I guess, fingers crossed. Able to to play this tie, especially Simon, who who I, I know has has been kind of out injured and, and not playing as much. I guess pro tennis for the last year or so. So it definitely, will be great to see if he can if he can get out playing and and be be back to the kind of Davis Cup environment.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to I don't want to speak for Simon, but uh, obviously uh, he's been managing. Um some injuries. He he had gone and played some club tennis matches in Germany just before the uh, El Salvador tie and it was very unlucky in terms of he literally yeah. had a slip yeah. on a practice court and, and couldn't couldn't travel. So uh but it's been, been managing a wider hip issue um for the last little while. And it, it's great that he's uh, we had again he was involved in the two-day training camp and, and, yeah. and came through well. So yeah, I mean it was a little bit like um uh, a table here, you know if you know you've got a tie coming up even if you haven't necessarily been playing full full tilt you can get yourself up to a really good level and do a job yeah. Yeah. for us over a weekend or a week and and your level won't have dipped all that much and it's probably something we haven't done enough of over the years is using guys you know sort of maybe automatically just picking guys who are on the tour or playing as opposed to maybe just thinking of who are our five best players um and, and you know who gives us the best chance to to win a tie so i like to think we've we've picked the five strongest tennis players we can possibly pick uh who are irish right now um, yeah, yeah. And, and give us the best chance to get a win
0: yeah definitely sounds like that sounds, sounds like a really really strong team and looking forward to yes seeing who plays the matches and, and seeing how it all unfolds um i guess yeah just just um we we know the details. The February third and fourth in 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 the UL Sport Arena Limerick. Um, I know as you say, tickets sold out. We were really, really looking to to get everyone down, making a lot of noise. Um, any any uh, other kind of final final words on the tie, uh, Conor?
1: Yeah, look at obviously Limerick is is my hometown. Um, I I can't take credit for for UL being my idea. It didn't originate with me, but. And obviously Fitzwilliam is an incredible an incredible venue, but obviously there's just only a certain amount of capacity. And yeah, the idea for, for UL came because we, we just could get, you know, double or even triple the amount of people in yeah. a purposeful venue that's hosted a, a river dance and, you know, various things. So yeah. They can bring an element of that showcase uh, and also bringing it out to uh, so the regions um, and, and Munster, um, as well and, and maybe getting a little bit of extra media attention off the back of off the back of that as well so uh yeah loads of positives and i say the tickets uh sold out, have, have sold out so so far and yeah hopefully we can we can really put on a show so yeah i can't wait
0: big thanks once again to connor for his time with coming on this episode to chat all things davis cup I definitely agree with Connor. I cannot wait for the tie either. And having that chat has got me even more in the Davis Cup mood. If you do have a ticket, make sure you come down. As Connor says, make some noise. It's going to be a great weekend. If you didn't manage to get a ticket, still follow along. There will hopefully be some sort of streaming, able to watch it live and get involved over the weekend. So it does promise to be a great few days for Irish tennis. Thanks again for listening to this episode. Share it around. Let's get everyone ready for the Davis Cup tie. Until next time, I've been Adam, and goodbye.